gave mankind dominion over the earth. Man sinned. Adam and Eve, they sinned. And they, they opened this door to sin. And, and in, if you read in Luke, when Jesus was being tempted by, by, by Satan, the one temptation was he brought him and he showed him all the kingdoms of the earth. And this is his words. He said, these have been given to me. These have been given to me. Who gave them that? Who gave Satan that? Man. Man forfeited his dominion. And he gave it to the serpent, Satan, Lucifer, whatever name you want to give him. In the garden, Adam and Eve handed over their dominion. And that's why we see just all the crazy turmoil. But what we see is the entrance of sin, the entrance of death. But we see the entrance of every sickness, disease, oppression, everything. Because at that point in time in the garden, they worked in, Adam and Eve walked in perfect fellowship with God. But when they sinned, they opened the door to every, everything the kingdom of darkness has to offer. The killing, the destroying, the stealing, the thief comes. And that's, they open the door. They open this earth to all of that. The second Adam comes, our Lord Jesus Christ. At his baptism, the heavens are open and the Holy Spirit comes upon him and he walks in dominion. The first thing the Holy Spirit does is it drives him into the wilderness where he's tempted. And every time that Satan came at him, Jesus didn't engage him in any sort of debate. Didn't, well, Satan, you know, back when uh, Moses, this is, no, he didn't do any of that sort of thing. He just said, you know, it is written. Didn't give him the time of day. He said, you know what is written? What, what you're trying to get at me with, it is written. And he combated, he didn't engage. He resisted everything that Satan wanted to throw at him. He resisted it. And he exercised dominion as the second Adam. What the first Adam had forfeited, the second Adam came, established, demonstrated, manifested, and walked in as a demonstration for the disciples and in Jesus' prayer for every disciple that would come after them says i think it's in his john chapter 17 prayer he says and for all those who will come after he's praying for his disciples and then he says and for all those who will come after i'm preaching some of the stuff we talked about did in japan 20 years ago acts chapter 2 about the gift of the holy spirit and he 
I think it's Peter praying, this gift is for you and, and for every whosoever the Lord shall call. This, this invitation to walk in dominion is forever who, who, whoever receives the call, receives Christ as their Savior, whoever the Lord calls and becomes saved, becomes a new creation, they, they have this opportunity to walk in dominion. And that is you and me. We have the privilege to walk in what Jesus Christ established, following his footstools. And I, just in one of my conversations this week, our degree, our degree of what Jesus said, I will make you, follow me, I will make you. Jesus also said, I'm building my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And then in the very next sentence, and I give you the keys of the kingdom. Our, here, our degree of walking in that dominion is correlated to our degree to which we have, our, have the ability to follow. In, in the crowds of people, there were people that came on a daily basis and went home on a daily basis. They followed. They followed the crowds that were following Jesus. They never got changed. But they followed. That wasn't the kind of following Jesus was talking about. There were some that followed, and they didn't go home, but they, and they hung around, but they were out on the fringes. And they liked what they heard. They enjoyed the message. They were touched by the message, but it didn't change them. What did Jesus say about building your life? Those who hear my words and do them, that's the kind of life that will get built on a rock. And so there was the type of, those, there were people that even believed what Jesus said, but it didn't change their lifestyle. There were even the hundreds that followed him, and as soon as Jesus preached a hard word, he said, oh, if you just eat of my flesh and drink of my, and they couldn't handle it, they couldn't understand it, they got offended and they left him. And Jesus, the, the son of God, the greatest preacher of all time, you know how, what the size of his church was? Twelve. But they were the ones that followed. They followed. They said, God, Lord Jesus, we, we hear what you're saying and we believe it. We might not fully understand everything that's going on, but we believe what you're saying. We believe it and we will follow you. We will change our life according to what you say. We will apply the words you say. We will take to heart what we, you say. We will receive it. We will embrace it. And as your Holy Spirit works on our heart, we'll change. We'll change. Those were the ones that followed. And what happened? Jesus built his church. He made the, Jesus, follow me and I will make you 
fishers of men. I will build you. And as I'm building, as I'm building my church, which the gates of hell cannot prevail. Remember that line. <laughs> the gates of hell will not prevail. He says, I'm giving you keys to the kingdom. Keys, keys symbolize authority. I'm giving you my authority. As I build you, as you surrender to my building, I'm giving you power. I'm giving you authority to walk in what I just demonstrated, what I just showed you, what I just demonstrated and manifested for you. At the end of his life, he said, all power, all authority has been given to me. And he gives them the authority to walk in the same dimension of power and authority that he did. Now, I've seen some of it. I've seen, we've seen some of it. There are some things that, that happen. Or I pray and something doesn't happen. Well, something does happen. <laughs> and I might not see the manifestation of something happening. <laughs> and sometimes we can get discouraged and think, okay, this it doesn't work. But I want to challenge each one of us that it does work. God's kingdom is alive and well. Lives with in each, within each one of us. And I want to challenge each one of us to continuously surrender to the kingdom that's within us. Holy Spirit. Jesus, Jesus said, my father is always, this is stuff that Pastor Brenda and I kind of talk about a little bit and every once in a while we share it with people that we have dinner with. But I, I want to challenge all of us. God the Father is always at work. And he's always doing something. And he's looking, he's waiting for a people that will be watching for what he's doing. And the level of your obedience, the level of your following, the, the level of your seeing is your invitation. I was challenged. One of the Beatitudes, and I've said some of these things to some people, but I haven't said it from here, but blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall, they'll see, they'll see God. I remember when I was youth pastor, we went to a conference down in Seattle. And, and the, the definition for pure, and I loved it, and it just stuck in my head all the time. It, it's that that has no mixture. Think of that. Something that has no mixture in it is pure. I want to challenge all of us 
Is there any mixture, contaminants in our heart? The level of your purity will, will dictate the level of your seeing. And that might be hard, because it is hard. Because <laughs> I, I, I I, I've got things that get mixed up in my heart. I'm working. I'm, I'm pushing. And every time, I, was, <laughs> I, I shared this example with somebody. You know, in the morning when you wake up and you, you look in the mirror from, from 10, 15, 20 feet away, you look pretty good. Well, at least I do. And I, because I don't wear glasses either, so when I, so. It, in, I think it's First or Second Corinthians 3.16, it talks about God being this mirror. And how we're changed from glory to glory by the Holy Spirit. The mirror in our life is God himself. And what does he want to do? He wants to change us into him, his image. The closer and closer you get to that mirror, to God, in that relationship, what happens the closer you get to the mirror in the morning? So, ooh, I don't look that good. Oh, my hair isn't quite done. Oh, where did that wrinkle come from? Or, or that pimple? Or We start seeing our imperfections the closer our walk and what is, he asks us to change. He points things out. He puts his finger on something in your life and says, okay, you got to deal with this. You got to deal with that. Sometimes those things aren't sinful. Don't get me wrong. Some, there's a lot of things in our life that are not sinful. But they rob us of our closeness. A lot of it, a lot of it's time management, TV time. I know for me, a lot of it's TV time. Because <laughs> at the end of the day of being the tail and getting whipped around, I just enjoy mindless things. Just... And I'm getting challenged. You know, you got to spend a little more time. You got to dig a little deeper. You got to run a little harder. You got to pursue a little more. And so there's a lot of things in our life that are not sinful. I don't want to, to, to go that direction. It's some. Some things are, but I'm saying there's a lot of things that aren't sinful, but we got to fine-tune them. And as we fine-tune them, we'll get closer to that mirror without those blemishes. And as we fine-tune them, that glass of water that we are becomes purer. The mixtures get taken out. And as those, those imperfections and those impurities get taken out we become more pure and we'll see clearer we'll see what god is doing we'll see where his hand is working we'll see we'll, we'll be challenged by people around us not challenged for in our faith but challenged to reach out and bring the kingdom to situations demonstrate the dominion demonstrate the power, demonstrate the authority that we have been given from the time of creation 
We will walk in the dominion that we have been blessed with. And as we, as we walk in that dominion, then we'll be fruitful and we will multiply. We will replenish the earth. We will subdue and we'll walk in dominion. This morning, I want to challenge each one of us. The Holy Spirit visited us this morning. Let's keep that, that visitation open. Too often, we, we open this window of invitation and then we walk out those doors and the, that window gets closed. I want to challenge each one of us. Keep the window of invitation open. I started singing this old song, um, Open the Eyes of My Heart, Lord. <laughs> it's amazing the different things that go through your head as you give it time. As you give the word of God time, there, there's, there'll be this explosion. There'll be an explosion in you of things from 10 years ago, 15, 20 years. I don't, when did we go to that youth conference? It's got to be 20 years ago, something like that, between 15 and 20 years ago. But stuff will stick to you. Bradley, do you remember that message? Without mixture? No. Totally. <laughs> Okay, did any of our youth, we have some great youth that are playing instruments and worshiping and fulfilling all kinds of things. Why? Because they, 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 they've allowed the seed of the word, things that happen here, they allow that seed to get in there. And let's not close the window. Amen? How many of you, let's stand how many of you commit to keep the window of invitation open? Amen. If you, if you do, I want you to raise your hands. Let's raise our hands this morning. If you want that window of, if you commit to keeping the window of invitation open. Lord, we just stand here in your house in your presence. We know that you are here. We know that you are, are walking in our midst and you, you see each one of our hearts. You see the condition of each one of our hearts. You see us and we stand here in your presence and say, Lord, the window of invitation that we open this morning, we commit to keeping it open. Yes. Lord God, we want you to build us into your house, into your church. Lord Jesus, you said that you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. That is us. That is us. We identify this morning, Lord, with that scripture verse. And any time that Satan will come against us, whether challenges, whether temptations, whether just bad news, we will turn and, and, and 
speak to him. <laughs> just saying, no, the Lord God is building me. Lord, you are building me. You are building me. Lord Jesus, we will take your words and we will apply them so that we will be a house built on the rock. And when the winds come, when the rains come, when the waters wash over, our foundation will stand. It will not wipe us out. In the name of Jesus, and everybody said, Amen. We just got a couple announcements.